the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Who looks for work in Ukraine? Yeah, who has any interest in going to Ukraine for anything? Really? I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of interesting things to see there if you're, you know, looking for a vacation spot. But I don't think a lot of people make that choice. You know, you ever have your neighbor say to you, yeah, we're going to Ukraine uh, next week? So anyway, we have the Hunter Biden emails, and, um, and of course, Joe Biden is hiding and won't answer any questions about it. But nobody is denying that the emails are real. It seems like the Democrats' only defense is, well, yeah, those are Hunter's emails, but, you know, it was all completely innocent. So let's think about that for a minute, okay? You live in Delaware. You're a crack addict, and you're looking for work. What would possess you if you lived in, say, forget Delaware, say Cranberry Township or Mount Lebanon? What would possess you to get up one day and pursue a job in Ukraine, especially a job for which you have zero qualifications? Seriously, who goes to work in Ukraine? So what we're supposed to believe is that the fact that Hunter's dad was vice president of the United States and had been made the point man on diplomatic relations with Ukraine that had nothing to do with Hunter taking a job with a company in Ukraine. Nothing to do with it. Who can find Ukraine on a map? So anyway, and, and do they speak Ukrainian there? Did, did, uh, did Hunter have to, have to take a course in Ukrainian? Now, you can get lots of smart people in the FBI. They have a lot of smart, uh, they have a lot of smart accountants, and they can look at Hunter's tax returns and his dad's tax returns and spend six months analyzing them. It doesn't matter what they come up with because nothing explains someone living in Delaware suddenly deciding that Ukraine would be a nice place to work. And maybe Joe can come up with a way to show that he didn't do anything illegal or unethical in his dealings with Burisma and the Ukraine. Maybe he did a really good job of covering his tracks the way mobsters do, and there's no way to prove that he's the big guy that's pointed out in the emails and no way to prove him maybe that uh, he was getting kickbacks. But what, are the Democrats and their friends in the media really going to try to convince anybody with an IQ uh, higher than uh, that, that of a turnip that Hunter Biden, uh, Hunter Biden ended up in Ukraine because he saw an ad in the paper, you know, for looking for, a, for an oil consultant, an energy consultant? Anyway, at some point they're going to have to admit that he got his job because of his dad. That's just too obvious. And then hope to be able to somehow show that it had no influence on anything that Joe did as vice president. And it didn't mean any money for Joe, of course. The point is it should never have taken emails on a damaged laptop to make anybody believe that Hunter was working in Ukraine for any reason other than his uh, association with the vice president of the United States and his ability to make money off of it. And do we even have to, to talk about China? And we've been told that some of the... Uh, Text messages taken from Hunter's laptop show what a loving father Joe is. But at the same time, we're supposed to believe that Hunter Biden got a ride on Air Force Two to China, made a deal worth billions of dollars while he was there, and Joe never asked him about it. His, his loving father never asked the son, who's a crack addict, what he was doing in China for a week and a half while they were there. Never came up on the plane ride home. Anyway, it never occurred to Joe to ask uh, his ne'er-do-well son about it. Really? Again, do you really need the FBI to make a connection? I don't. When we come back, I'll talk to Mark Lauder. He's Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump campaign about all this and more. Stick around.
Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Hi there, Hugh Hewitt. I have a book that you've been waiting for, the one that totally uncovers the anti-Trump movement within the Washington establishment. My good friend Byron York, you know him from Fox News, the Washington Examiner. He's on my show all the time. He's got a brand new book. It's called Obsession, Inside the Washington Establishment's Never-Ending War on Trump, and Byron Brings the Heat. Obsession is a must-read. He's the political correspondent that you always trust anyway. But now we've got officials and members of the Trump defense team on the record. All of the stuff you want to find out about what happened with the special counsel, what happened with the impeachment, what happened with Ukraine, it's all in Byron's new book, Obsession. Look, the opposition will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump's re-election. Now is the time to get the facts. Read Byron York's penetrating new book, Obsession, inside the Washington establishment's never-ending war on Trump. Available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. Obsession by Byron York. Obsession by Byron York. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage. A special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage. And we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We our United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Millville Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest-Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical-free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. 
Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Charlie Kirk sees a bright future ahead. What is a judge? A judge is there to interpret the laws, to analyze whether or not the laws are constitutional, whether or not you have gone outside of the parameters set forth in the framework of the U.S. Constitution. And now today, for the first time in my lifetime and the lifetime of anybody listening, you have a chance to swing the courts back to a constitutional majority. The Charlie Kirk Show. Afternoons at 2, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. President Trump says he's going to try to do multiple rallies per day from now until Election Day, two weeks from tomorrow. Meanwhile... Joe Biden took today off, and he's not going to be seen, according to his campaign, until the debate Thursday night. He's not going to be out in public other than that until after the debate. Mark Lauder is Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump campaign. He joins us now. Thanks for coming on again, Mark. I appreciate it. No, thanks for having me. So do you think that uh, Joe's taking time off to prepare for the debate, or is he hiding from questions about Hunter's emails? Or maybe a little bit of both, I guess. It's probably a little bit of both, but there's no question he's hiding from the facts about these emails. I mean, it paints a damning picture of his son selling access to the then sitting vice president of the United States to foreign interests and Joe Biden meeting with him, even though he lied to the American people over and over again and said he didn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I said in the opening to my show, it's just it's just shocking to me that. um Anybody would need this, these uh, emails and the, and the damaged laptop and everything that's come out in the last few days to think that some guy from Delaware would just decide that, you know, find an ad in the paper or whatever it was that decide, they found a job in Ukraine at the same time that his dad was becoming the point man for the United States of America over there. I mean, wh- why did anybody need anything else? To, that, 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 I mean, I know you need to have proof. But who's kidding who here? Yeah, this is not rocket science. I mean, you can just follow the facts where they take you. He becomes the head of Ukraine policy, and shortly thereafter, his son, with no experience in energy, no experience in the Ukraine, doesn't speak the language, has a cushy, has a cushy job. And there are actually emails telling him that his job is to run interference on investigations. And then they thank him for meeting with his father, the vice president of the United States, when Joe right. Biden lied to us and said he never met with anybody. I mean, how many people do you know who uh, have gone to Ukraine to look for work? You know, who does that? That's not, it's just, not, it's, not it's, my it's job, now. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's just it's, it's insane. It's, it's an, an insult to everybody's intelligence that he can say with a straight face that, oh, there was nothing to that story. You don't need any more details other than that. Nobody goes to Ukraine to get a job. Nobody. And this guy happened to no, do it because it's, 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 it's... You're absolutely right. And it's also a complete abject failure of the mainstream media that they can't oh, see past time. their Trump derangement syndrome to actually go do their jobs and investigate this. Are they, are they finally coming around, though, a little bit? Are they covering it at all? I, I have a story here that they buried it on, uh, I was going to tell later... Uh, CBS, NBC, and ABC, they gave it like 50 seconds of co- coverage. Basically, they're just basically, hours. yeah, they're basically just trying to, they're trying to check the box and then push it as far away as possible because they know it hurts their preferred candidate. I mean, can you can imagine they, if, the, if, the, if the same situation was going on with Eric Trump or Don Jr. or, oh, or one oh. of the Pence family members? I mean, it would have been the scandal. There'd been, they already would have impeached him over it. No, it's just showing up in Ukraine. If, if they, again, you wouldn't need emails. All you need to do would be for Donald Trump Jr. to have, for some reason, decided it would be a good idea to work in Ukraine for a company he has no qualifications uh, to work for. Uh, that would be all you need. And now they have these emails, uh, and they're, and they're, that's not enough for them. They they still they still think it's well, you know, come on, what are you what are you being so tough on Joe and his family for? This poor guy was a crack addict. You know, then that, they're going to try to use that to um, prevent people from from pushing on the story because it, like they're going well, to turn and, into and, an attack on the Biden family. And this has nothing to do with that. I mean, the fact that he no. left the, the the laptop and that, but it doesn't. But you know, his personal addiction problems, and, and I feel for him, as I know many people probably do. But it doesn't absolve him of the fact that these emails had nothing to do with that. 
Right. It has everything to do with him selling access to China, to the Ukraine. What well, we still don't know why the the wife of the mayor of Moscow was wiring him three and a half million dollars. I mean, we can see with our own eyes what these emails say. And I'll just say right now, because I'm sure you know this as well. Don't let the don't let the mainstream media get off with this Russia disinformation BS. Because the director of national intelligence was out this morning on the TV saying there is zero evidence that this is part of a disinformation campaign. He was absolutely clear. And so whenever you hear that, just know that the man who actually has the intelligence says there isn't any. Yeah, and, and they, uh, Schiff is out there saying that uh, it's Russian uh, intervention. And uh, Ratcliffe said, listen, the only place he gets his intelligence is from us. And he ain't getting that from us. So, you know, well, well, like coming. I said, you know, someone with intelligence says it didn't happen. And then you yeah. have Adam Schiff, who says the other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, um, can they have a debate without Biden being asked about it? Can they pull that off? Because they're going to have another uh, Democrat, a liberal Democrat uh, moderator. Are they going to get away with being able to go through a, a debate without asking him about it? Well, I wouldn't. It wouldn't put it. Past, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past the moderator not to ask. But that doesn't stop Donald Trump from asking. Right. But you even see if you look today, they have actually changed this debate again. Once again, that the. the so-called nonpartisan debate commission, which is absolutely partisan pro-Biden, is changing the rules again. This was supposed to be a debate about foreign policy. And suddenly, out of nowhere, they just changed it to all of the same topics we covered during the first debate, because they know that Joe Biden will get asked about this in a foreign policy debate. They know that Joe Biden will be forced to answer why Obama's own defense secretary, Robert Gates, said Joe Biden was wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security decision of the last 40 years. They can't have a foreign policy debate with a man who's been bought and paid for by China and by the Ukraine and others. So they changed the topics of the debate to, to protect Joe Biden. Well, do you think there's uh, any chance that uh, that foreign policy isn't a topic because the Mideast peace deals that were brokered uh, might happen to pop up there and would, it would be a positive for President Trump? Because I think that's Yeah, I think that's another reason why they don't do it. I mean, it's something that we have actually complained about. We've sent a letter to the debate commission. I mean, this is the debate commission, once again, just changing the rules on its own without consulting with our campaign. I can't say if they're consulting with the other campaign, Uh, just like they did when they tried to change the last debate to a Zoom call. You know, they just they're just changing the rules as they go along. Anything and everything they can do to protect Joe Biden from the truth. So um, uh, the Trafalgar Group, it's a polling company that got the 2016 race right, uh, is predicting a Trump win. Uh, but they raised some serious doubts about getting a fair count in uh, here in Pennsylvania. Does Pennsylvania worry you guys more than other states? Well, I'm, I'm very confident about, uh, about the vote in Pennsylvania if it were counted accurately. But uh-huh. I just don't have a lot of confidence in the games that, that, that some of the state Democrats, including your leaders, would go to to try to, to game the outcome. We know that things are looking very good for the president, very strong for the president in, in, in Pennsylvania. We know why and we know where those votes are. What we can't control is what they're going to try to do with their mail-in vote and counting schemes to see if they can cheat and steal this thing away from President Trump, which is why I keep telling people, you got to make sure you go out and vote. Everybody, whether you're in a red state, blue state, swing state, make sure we run up the score so high they can't cheat and steal it away from the president. And we're talking to Mark Lauder. He's director of strategic communications for the Trump campaign. Um, and I, I, I think I asked about you about this the last time you were in. You, you worked as a TV producer, I saw in your bio. Um, and to get back to the just well, just in general, the way the media are covering this, this campaign. But back to the, the Hunter Biden story. Uh, can you picture working in a newsroom and and being told with a straight face that the Hunter Biden story isn't worth covering? I, mean, I, I worked no, on TV I for a long time, so I, I, I just can't I can't imagine that you know they have a morning meeting to talk about stories and somebody says, "Well, there's this Joe Biden thing with the Hunter Hunter and his emails. Think we got to cover that?" Nah, let's skip that. We don't need that. Can you I mean, picture it's really that? unconscionable. No, I cannot. I cannot ever imagine that that story meeting taking place. And people, I, I can understand saying, "Let's look into it," but no, let's not just try to whitewash it and make it go away. That's something I can't see ever happen. 
So, uh, so what is the? Uh, I've got a couple minutes left here. What what is the um, the the, uh, the the focus, the emphasis here for the next two weeks? Aside from the president saying he's going to go out <laughs> multiple times per day while Joe is hiding, what's uh, what's what's the plan? Well, we're going to continue going out there, but this is where this is where our historically large ground game comes into effect. A lot of people don't realize we have more volunteers than Barack Obama did even in 2012. 2.4 million trained volunteers. Last month, last week alone, we knocked on 3.6 million doors, made 7.2 million phone calls, which is double what we did at this time during 2016. So we're going to continue doing that. And this is also where the personal responsibility steps up, where people have to take it upon themselves. If they love this country, love this president, get out and vote and bring a friend or two. So what what is the point though of uh, of those? I mean, obviously you want to you want to make contact with people, but what's what's the um, what what are you what result are you expecting from that? Are you are you expecting more people who wouldn't have voted if you hadn't contacted them to show up? What's the point of all that? Well, we want to make sure they have all the information, whether it's you know whether it's a requesting an early ballot, whether it's making sure that they they mail their absent to your early ballot in, making sure that they know where their poll location is, making sure that if they have any questions they might have that we can we can answer that. And I think that's where that door to door and that personal connection is so strong, because as I often tell people when I'm out traveling the country, you're more powerful in your community than any ad I could make in Washington D.C. because you're talking to your friends, your neighbors, people at church, people at work. They trust you. You're a known voice. So letting people know that, by the way, you're not the only one out there. There's a lot of people who support this president, and they're all going to get out and vote. We need to make sure we can count on your vote, too. It's a very compelling argument. Well, Mark, uh, you got two weeks to go, and I'm sure it's been a long grind for you, but uh, you're coming down the home stretch. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, John. Okay. That's Mark Lauder, and he's the Director of Strategic Communications for the Trump Campaign. And he joins us, or he did join us now. And then coming up, I hope to have um, uh, Sean uh, Parnell coming up. Uh, will be joining us uh, in our next segment if he has the time. We uh, we're not one hundred percent sure, but that's my goal. Um, I, I I just I needed to tell you about these this <laughs> these tweets from the president. This is tremendous. He tweeted, "Doctor Tony Tony Fauci says." We don't allow him to do television, and yet I saw him last night on 60 Minutes, and he seems to get more airtime than anybody since the late, great Bob Hope. All I ask of Tony is that he make better decisions. He said no masks and let China in. Also, bad arm. P.S. Tony should stop wearing the Washington Nationals mask for two reasons. Number one, it is not up to the high standards that he should be exposing. Uh, espousing, I guess, espousing, I guess, is what he meant to say there. Number two, it keeps reminding me that Tony threw out perhaps the worst first pitch in the history of baseball. That's uh, just tremendous. That's why the Democrats can't stand him, and then their friends in the media can't stand him. Yeah, that that is so unpresidential and unpolitician like. And he's been doing it for four years, and uh, I think he's going to win again in two weeks, and he's going to keep just torturing them with stuff like that. And by the way, that. Uh, John Kerry may have made the worst uh, first pitch I've ever seen, but I think Fauci might have beaten him on that. But it's between those two. I think it was John Kerry. Barack Obama was terrible, too. And George Bush, uh, George W. Bush, had the best uh, first pitch of all time uh, after 9-11 in the World Series at Yankee Stadium back in uh, November of, uh, of uh, 2011 or uh, 2001. Um, so... Um, I just love that uh, tweet. And then there's a story here that I, I didn't have time to get to right now. If we have time at the end, I will. This stuff just keeps – what is up with these people? You know who Jeffrey Tubin is? He's a CNN analyst, a big-time liberal uh, attorney, legal expert. Well, he's been suspended after he reportedly exposed himself during a work Zoom call last week. That's what sources tell Vice News. And CNN says that he's taking time off to deal with a personal problem. Here's a tip for you. When you're doing a Zoom call, you know, with work or you know, probably with anybody, keep your pants on, okay? This is Jeffrey Tubin. He's an intellectual, and he's just, he's, uh, he's going to be off for a while. He won't be seeing Jeff for a while. I'll be back in a little bit. Stick around.
With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump in Prescott, Arizona for a Make America Great Again rally, the first of two for him today. Upon his arrival on the tarmac, he addressed reporters' questions, including about his disagreements with Dr. Anthony Fauci. He also said stimulus talks are ongoing with House leadership. The president has a second rally scheduled for later this evening in Tucson. And the Democrats' vice presidential candidate, Kamala Harris, back on the campaign trail for the first time after a brief absence when people connected with her campaign tested positive for the virus. The Democratic ticket is largely foregoing traditional campaign rallies because of the risk of spreading the coronavirus. At the campaign event, Harris says that all children need the right tools for online learning during the coronavirus shutdowns. On Wall Street, the Dow ended the day off by 410 points. This is SRN News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. You never really stop riding in your mind. Unless you're thinking of something else. Like other thoughts. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now, when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. AM 1250. The answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. The president tweets out, go big or go home. Give me a standalone bill where we can give $1,200 to millions of people. This isn't about Democrats or Republicans. We should be heart sick over every American who's struggling right now. And it's nobody's fault that this virus hit this world the way it did. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children, and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. This is time that matters. A window of time to help protect the ones you love. Your preteen benefits from staying up to date with their well visits. This is your window of protection. Schedule their well visit now. Brought to you by Merck. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that moment in time, her life changes forever. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. This is Joe. Joe thinks he's seen it all. Gold-encrusted pork chop? Seen it. Cat with a dog tattoo? Seen it. But when it comes to identity theft, Joe only monitors his credit and bank statements, so he may not see threats like new loans in his name or his info for sale on the dark web. Didn't see that coming. LifeLock helps detect and works to fix identity theft. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but LifeLock spots threats you may not. Oh, now I see what you mean. Save 25% off your first year with promo code SMART at LifeLock.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Seeing our delays lessen, but you're going to still see some congestion here and there. Now, inbound on the Parkway West, slowing into the Fort Pitt Tunnel. On the outbound side, not too bad. Outbound Parkway East Minor delays into the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and inbound also to the tunnel. Inbound past the Greenfield Bridge overpass, an accident cleared. So some improvement there. Over the North Shore crash on Palo Alto Street at Eloise Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
Tonight, we'll see cloudy skies with occasional rain. Tonight, we'll reach a low of 53. Tomorrow, remaining cloudy with some lingering rain. Tomorrow, we'll see a high of 63. Wednesday, becoming warmer with clouds and breaks of sunshine. Wednesday, will reach a high of 76. Thursday, very warm with times of sun and clouds. Thursday, we'll see a high of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Oh, if you're suffering from uh, election fatigue, imagine what it must be like for the candidates. Only two more weeks of campaigning left for guys like uh, Sean Parnell, who's trying to beat an incumbent, Connor Lamb, in the 17th District. Uh, Sean joins us now. How you doing, Sean? Thanks for being here. Hey, of course. How you doing, John? Good, good. You were in a you were in a different kind of campaign in Afghanistan, so I'm guessing this is nothing for you about fatigue. But uh, <laughs> it's still got to be it's got to be a long grind for you up to this point. It is, it is. I mean, but you know what? Uh, we we feel good about it, and you know, it's by every metric that that we use or the prognosticators use to measure races, uh, we're we're winning. We've got more volunteers. We've knocked doors for longer. We've met with more voters. We've built. Uh, a ton, and I mean a ton of grassroots support. I mean, over the last several months, we've had thousands, and I mean that thousands of people sign up to help us knock doors and get the uh, and get the word out. And I and we outraised Lamb uh, for two quarters in a row. Two quarters in a row. It's it's very very hard for a challenger to outraise an incumbent because an incumbent can raise a lot of DC political action committee money. Uh, but mm-hmm. we outraised them by 270 grand in the second, and by over 400 thousand dollars in the third, and raised 1.6 million dollars and 21 thousand individual donors. So we're, we're we feel really good about it. We're going to sprint to the finish. When was your first day on the campaign? Uh, the, the, when you when you made your announcement, the first time you uh, you know what was the first thing you did when you you decided that you were going to run? What was the, like the first day on the job? <laughs> I, I was a little like my head was spinning when president Trump called me out, you know, cause he called yeah. me out. I can't remember. Like it was like October 19th and I got in the race oh, like the, like the last day in October or something like that. And I just thought like, man, this is like running for political office was really never in the cards for me, uh, John. Uh, but you know, having the opportunity uh, to serve my country again and really serve the people of PA 17, it was a blessing. And I sort of found myself thinking like, man, I, I never really, if God has a plan for a funny plan for all of us. And sometimes like, even though we feel like we're on the right path, we might not know what that plan is. And, you know, I feel like I'm right where God intends me to be at this exact moment in my life. And so I felt like, I remember thinking like, this is pretty cool. This is a privilege, you know? Mm-hmm. How many other people in this country have been called out by the commander in chief to, to run for political office? Not not many. <laughs> so not many. regardless of where you come from politically, like it's pretty cool. So you've you've been able to see the uh, you went from being a, a, an unknown to as you say you feel like you're winning now. Um, when did you start noticing that you thought the the tide was turning? I mean, that, you're talking about this has been a year now almost that you've been doing this. Well, well, well being perfectly honest with you, it's it's like. This whole thing is like an emotional roller coaster. I mean, there are highs and there are lows and there are highs and there are lows. And so much of that is dictated in a presidential cycle by the top of the ticket, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and certainly, you know, the, it, you know, like the president's COVID diagnosis was really difficult, uh, for, you know, it was a scary time. We were worried about the president's president and, yeah. and what sort of, I mean, look, he's the commander in chief. He's, he, if he's successful, our country is successful. Um, and then he gets sick with a disease that, uh, you know, has a pretty high survivability rate, but it's tough on people of his age. And I think people were worried about him, but now he seems to feel better. He's back on the campaign trail. I think that like, I personally feel you feel the tide is shifting, uh, and, and he's got the momentum and, Boy, President Trump, you know, he announced today that he's going to do five events, five rallies a day uh, until, <laughs> yeah. until the I mean, that's just unbelievable. And, and so are we. You know, we're moving and we're grooving. Um, we're, we do we knock doors every day. We're, we're doing events every day. Uh, I mean, we're out there uh, doing meet and greets every day. Uh, we're hustling just as much as he is. And I think at the end of the day, that's what wins elections. Uh, we're talking to Sean Parnell. He's running against Connor Lamb in uh, the 17th District. Uh, two more weeks to go. Um, so uh, Connor Lamb has been a Biden guy from the beginning, Sean. 
Uh, and Biden has uh, just announced he's going to be hiding at least until after the debate on Thursday. <laughs> How do you like the chances of getting Lamb? I'm, I'm talking about you getting him uh, or someone getting him to comment on what was found in Hunter Biden's emails and Joe's just, you know, Joe's issues with, um, well, whatever has been going on in, uh, in uh, Ukraine and China. Well, I'd like to get I'd like to have somebody in the local media get him on the record about anything at all. Like, how does he, you know, how does he feel about court packing? I mean, he avoided the question when he was on CNN and MSNBC. I can't remember which, what, what network asked him. But how does he feel about, you know, removing the filibuster? You know, how does he feel about, the, you know, basically his father, uh, the vice president, uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, uh, using the vice president's office in a, in a sort of pay cash for influence scandal to the tune of, you know, something like, $16 million or something insane. I mean, you have countries like China and Russia funneling money through Hunter Biden and his father is getting a cut of it. And I just don't understand how this isn't headline news on every local media outlet and, and truthfully national media outlet and how Democratic representatives, especially somebody like my opponent, aren't being asked about it on a day-to-day basis. Just, just given the fact that, that Lamb has you know, been out of the gate you know, full-throated support of, of somebody like Joe Biden, you know? I get yeah. asked about President Trump and the things President Trump says on Twitter almost every single day, yet right. Joe Biden's involved in a scandal with two weeks left. Tech, co- tech companies are censoring it, John, and we can't get him on the record, not only on this scandal, but on anything else. Well, you know, what's, um, you know who's to blame for that, and this is not an issue for you to get involved in, but it's local news stinks. Um, this is a... I worked in local news, and I, I started believing that before I got out of it, long before I, I left it. But uh, local news, and I, I, I hesitate sometimes to, to criticize it because I, I never watch because I think it's so bad. But I just know that in a situation like this, there's, it's, a, it's an election. The, the, the election day is two, week, two weeks away, and this scandal is out there everywhere, and people are talking about it, and that should be their lead story. They should be rustling up all the Democrats and the Republicans. They should be coming talking to you, and they, and, they, and they should be asking the Democrats to comment on this, especially somebody like um, uh, Connor Lamb, who's been a, a Biden guy from the beginning. He was a Biden guy when that, they started with 27 people in the primary. I totally agree with you. I, I mean, I totally agree with you. And, and, and again, and, and not even just about this, John, uh, but also, you know, when I say that, you know, the Democrats want, you know, they want to add two more states in, in Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C., yeah. that will likely have Democratic senators. They want to remove the filibuster. They want to pack the Supreme Court. They want to get rid of the electoral, electoral college. This is not Sean Parnell saying this and throwing political jabs. This is what the Democratic Party platform is. These are these are issues that will fundamentally change this nation forever. Yep. yep, local Democrat representatives are, are, are silent about it, and, and and moreover, not being asked. And I'm hesitant to say that too, John, because the, quite frankly, a lot of like local reporters might be asking them, and they're just getting silence. So yeah, I, no, but see, but, but Sean, you know, if you get if you ask somebody and you get silence, you put the silence on the air. Uh, that's interesting. You know? I mean, that's a good point. I, I, you know, yeah. but because the media, their their job is to look out for the American people. Right. Mm-hmm. The whole truth to power. But the, 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 the reality is, is they fly cover for for the radical left. And they and they certainly I feel like they've certainly done it this election cycle. The only time I was able to Lamb had to take any questions about his record at all was in the debate. And when mm-hmm. I confronted him on his record, he didn't push back on anything at all. He didn't know. He didn't know how he'd never been confronted like that. And so it, 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 I'm convinced that. And I mean this. Most Democrats would never win if the media did their job because their position is just so radical. Yeah, and, and, the, and the point is that it's not just the national media because, you know, uh, still, uh, lots of people still watch local news, not nearly as much as they used to. But um, one of the reasons they don't is because the, all, all they get when they put it on is uh, car accidents and fires and uh, there's not enough. Uh, when you're in the middle of a political season, there's 8,000 ads on every day, but there's no uh, – is there, is there ever anybody asked a tough question? And I, and I think they should ask you tough questions too, uh, you know. make well, you sure. Uh, sure. Make you uh, uh, stand up for what you're, you're selling. 
um, but it doesn't happen. And so you're forced to um, just go out there and, and, and make your case yourself, I guess, you know, knocking on people's doors. But, you know, it's supposed to be a two-man race, and, and, and it's, it is, it's, it's the media's job to get both sides out there. I'm not saying that they should, you know, go after Connor Lamb and be nice to you. They should be tough on both no, of you. Right. That's, that's doing their Absolutely. job. That's exactly what the job is. But, John, I mean, it's not even so much the media flies cover for them, but the media works with them, you know. You, you'll yeah. see, like, you know, the Democrats leaked my opposition research online. Well, I found it. We've got it. We've known about it for a while. But it's funny when you get these investigative reporters from local media sites that parrot the exact Democratic opposition research bullet points against me line by line. And my campaign staff will look at each other and laugh. And it's like, hmm, I wonder how I wonder how this investigative reporter got all this information. It seems like they're working with the DCCC. Um, (laughs) But it's the truth. It's the truth. I feel like they, they feed stories to one another, you know? Yeah. Well, um, you've been out there knocking on doors and all that, and uh, and I just was wondering, uh, this is not a national issue, but it kind of is. Um, Pennsylvania has had some of the most draconian restrictions during the COVID, uh, the pandemic here, and it is a state issue, but President Trump has been pushing, you know, to get it back to normal. How much do you expect that to be an issue in your district? It's, it's You're running for a federal office, but the state, there are a lot of people upset in the state about, you know, not getting their lives back. Is that is that going to affect people's votes? I, th- I certainly think it's on people's mind. I mean, you know, the, the, the coronavirus, and I think people people are certainly ready for a a more surgical uh, and data driven pandemic response, where we dedicate time, energy, and resources to protecting the vulnerable um, and allowing people to go back to work as safely as possible. And now, now. People in PA 17 like have some of the highest unemployment in the state. I think 14% in Allegheny County, 15% in Beaver County. This lockdown is having, you know, very a very disastrous effect on people's ability to to make a living and put food on the table for their families. And so, I think that this is on the forefront of everybody's mind, uh, mm-hmm. being able to lift these lockdowns and go back to work. I mean, I talked to, to a Democrat who was a waitress, and you know, she knew that I was running for Congress, and and. And she was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I can't stand Governor Wolf. I can't make a living at 25% capacity. I can't even make a living at 50% capacity. You know, I'm just, I'm voting Republican. That's it. Yep. And, and so I think people were fired up, you know, and I think it's, I think it's going to be a campaign issue. I think people were fired up that their kids can't go back to school, that juniors and seniors and, well, the kids can't play sports, even though, even though some, some schools are allowing them to play. But I think yep. people... People are rejecting the new normal, John. I think people are ready to go back to, to I think people are ready to go back uh, to normal, certainly with some safeguards in place. Well, I saw an ad today on TV for masks with Christmas decorations, you know, with Christmas trees on them. They, 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 were, very, they were very festive, you know. So that's what we're doing. That's two months from now. And I, I guess we're still going to be wearing masks everywhere, but we're going to be have you know, Santa Claus is going to be on them or a Christmas tree. Uh, at some point, uh, people are going to revolt, aren't they? Well, I mean, I hope that at some point people start looking to the science. I mean, there mm-hmm. are studies on the CDC website that say that the science behind universal masking is dubious. That yep. that actually, in fact, wearing a mask can make you six times more likely to to catch a respiratory illness. And, and look, I'm not saying don't wear a mask, you know, but you're you have sustained face to face contact with somebody for 10 to 15 minutes and maybe you have symptoms you don't I mean sure wear a mask right uh, yeah. but ultimately i think that should be somebody's choice um and you know mandating that people wear masks outside while they're gardening is is i mean i'm, I'm sorry to say it, but there's no science to, behind that no. <laughs> no there's not oh man uh, where's lamb on the stimulus package has he said anything about it or is nobody but nancy allowed to have an opinion on that uh, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, he hasn't spoken out about it, but I will tell you his voting record. He voted okay. against. He voted against in the last month twice against an extension of the Paytech Protection Program, which all all the when the bill was on the floor, all it was would would allow for an extension through the end of the year of the Paytech Protection Program would streamline the forgiveness process to make it easier for people uh, for that loan to be forgiven. He voted. He voted to block that twice this month. And so that, that matters here because there are 11,000 small businesses in PA 17 that employ 112,000 people. 
those people are forced to stay home or those businesses are forced to close their doors because the government told them to do it and they're complying and they need to help. And so Lamb voted against that, uh, providing those people help. And so, again, if, you know, I haven't seen this be a, a news story at all on any of the local media outlets, yeah. but you think it would be because this matters to people here. Yeah, that's the, as you were saying that, I was thinking the same thing is that, you know, and again, I don't watch enough to, to, to know, but I, but I do know just from, I know how things work, but, um, that's, that's, when, when there's this big discussion on national TV and people watch, uh, Fox, they watch CNN, depending on their, you know, their, their, whatever their, uh, uh, liberal, uh, slant is, or whether their, their political slant is, and they, they, so they see these stories. We do have local representatives. Shouldn't those, shouldn't he be put on the record? Hey, Connor, what, what how do you is. feel about this? Do you agree with Nancy? Absolutely. How hard is that? Yeah, look, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it, this is this is why fundraising is so important for conservatives, right? Because we have to not we not only have to compete with Democrats who run sinister ads that have no basis in truth. I mean, Lamb has been up on TV attacking me about wanting to remove people with, you know, from their health care plan or pre-existing conditions. And I've never once said that ever. Why? Because mm-hmm. I have a pre-existing condition. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but so but we have to compete against Democrats who, 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 quite, who misrepresent the truth. They lie about us on TV and the media, right? Um, so that's why me out raising lamb for two quarters in a row is so important because it allows me to go up on TV with ads to get his record out when no one else will. Well, Sean, I'm out of time, but um, we have two weeks. Uh, maybe I can get you on again to, uh, before Election Day, see where you are as we hey, come I'll down be, the real home you know, stretch. I, you know I'll be there for you. You know I'll be there for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hide in my basement. No, no. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I might even, make, I might even torture you by asking you to come on two weeks from today, like at 530 the night before election. Where, what are you going to be doing that night? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll probably be pretty nervous. I, that's a, you Try, know, trying to drum I'll up another... Ten or twelve votes somewhere. Yeah, probably. They all count. <laughs> probably, yes. Hey, Sean, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Talk to you later, John. Okay. See you. That's Sean Parnell. We'll be right back. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two-for-one low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. Hi there, Hugh Hewitt. I have a book that you've been waiting for, the one that totally uncovers the anti-Trump movement within the Washington establishment. My good friend Byron York, you know him from Fox News, the Washington Examiner. He's on my show all the time. He's got a brand new book. It's called Obsession, Inside the Washington Establishment's Never-Ending War on Trump. And Byron brings the heat. Obsession is a must-read. He's the political correspondent that you always trust anyway. But now he's got officials and members of the Trump defense team on the record. All of the stuff you want to find out about what happened with the special counsel, what happened with the impeachment, what happened with Ukraine, it's all in Byron's new book, Obsession. Look, the opposition will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump's re-election. Now is the time to get the facts. Read Byron York's penetrating new book, Obsession. Inside the Washington establishment, never any war on Trump. Available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. Obsession by Byron York. Obsession by Byron York. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have five to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year... 
another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I don't know how you vote. You don't vote for Sean Parnell. What a uh, what a great uplift, just a optimistic, uh, energetic, positive candidate and uh i like all his ideas and i hope he wins um but um i did mention uh he, he did mention the masks this mask thing and uh you know every weekend i go for a walk uh up in mount lebanon and uh i, I walk sometimes well i, I just I just leave it at that i walk in mount lebanon and, and I'm, I'm 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 amazed at the number of people that i see walking down sidewalks by themselves or in pairs with nobody within 300 feet of them and they're wearing masks and i've actually had uh, some people uh as i'm not wearing a mask as i walk with my wife and my two dogs i've had people uh i can see that they have a mask on around their neck and then when they see us coming they put the mask up so what i've been doing is uh, taking my shirt my t-shirt and putting it up over my face to make a mask out of it so it make them i guess the, you know, so they're not alarmed but the, every study i've seen says that that that's just it's just idiotic you're not going to get the disease from somebody as they walk by you on the street and you have one second of contact with them unless they come up and sneeze in your face without a mask on then you might get it or they cough on you and and I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm not I, I'm not saying this. It's what I've seen in dozens of studies that I've read, and I've been you know doing the show and dealing with this stuff now for six or seven months. And it's just it's you don't need to do that. I saw a guy on Sunday in the car wash wearing a mask. Then he got out of the car and he was at the vacuum. He had his mask on, and he was wearing gloves. The human race is doomed. I'll try to come back tomorrow. See you. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.